A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan. And I'm Deja Woolery. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing episode six of The Golden Bachelor. You can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv, and please email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. On today's episode, we are going to start by going over our initial thoughts of the hometowns of The Golden Bachelor. Then we'll recap the entire episode, and then we'll wrap it up with our predictions on who might win The Bachelor, or The Golden Bachelor, that is. So, Deja, let's get into it, because this might be one of the greatest hometowns we have ever seen what did you think? This was really cute, honestly. Maybe I'm a little bit swayed just by the presence of grandbabies. They just, their <laughs> encounter really? with this episode, I just thought was a little bit cute because it's not that often that you have to see The Bachelor have to win over children. They did a little bit in uh, Michelle Young season when she was The Bachelorette and they had to like become friends with her students. Watching men try and win over children in general is funny mm-hmm. to me. So I'm going to laugh. Um, the ending of this episode. People felt, love that. That's so weird. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I think it's because kids are so honest that. <laughs> it's you know, fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, the normal charm won't work and you kind of mm. want to watch how they're going to do it. And then kids will say crazy stuff. But I thought that leading up to the ending, I actually did not know who he was going to choose. And I still don't know who he's going to choose. It just felt. I th- really, I think it's pretty clear. I think, it, I think it was, I the episode made it pretty clear who he's going Jerry's to send home at the very intense. least, you know, he's just too intense. He's, he's feeling mm. so many feelings right now. It's just a lot. What were your overall? Mm-hmm. Or I think he's just a, I think, I think overall impressions, I think Gary feels so deeply, you know, and as, as someone who also feels very deeply, I, I understand where Gary is coming from, but at the same time, I'm one, like, I think 
I think Gary knows the answer to a lot of his questions and a lot of his concerns. I just don't think he wants to either verbalize it because he doesn't want to seem rude or like he doesn't want some like good relationships who in reality don't have anything wrong with them per se. They're just not the one, if you know what I mean. I feel it in particular, the way Gary interacts with Teresa, it just feels like, what are you holding back? What's being hidden here? I I wish he would just say the full mm-hmm. way that he feels off the bat. But with that being said, let's get into it on episode six of The Golden Bachelor. And I think the most important thing to note about Teresa's family is that I realized something that I didn't realize before when in like contrast with Teresa's family is that I think Hear me out on this. This I hope this makes sense. I think Teresa Mm -hmm. is the bubbles of the family. (laughs) You know, Powerpuff Girls, you know, three sisters and everything. And Bubbles is just allowed to be this playful, like kind of goofy person. And I get, I get that same energy when it comes to Teresa's sister and her family. When when she's with her family, she's just allowed to be like this goofy, silly, like grandma. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I couldn't help but notice that that's kind of how she seems next to Jerry, which does feel like a good fit. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, around him and even just in the house, she seems not ditzy as in she's not smart, but ditzy. Like, I imagine often they're like, Teresa, girl, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Yeah. And that's endearing. It's fun. (laughs) And there's no malice behind it. Teresa's not dumb by any stretch of the imagination. But she's allowed to be like, I don't know. She's allowed to be joyous in a way that we didn't realize when she's around the other contestants, you know? And more importantly, Teresa has a daughter who who remembers her dad quite fondly. And when when Teresa's daughter is talking to Gary... Um, she asked the same question that everyone asks in hometowns. Do you, are you going to marry my mom? Do you actually love her? And Gary says, well, it's kind of hard to say, you know, <laughs> and he declines to answer at that moment. He, he says he does not know if he has made a decision yet. And I immediately, immediately knew Teresa's going home. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Do, did you think that it's a wrap for Teresa? Because I think, uh, go ahead. In that moment, in that moment, yeah, I thought it was a wrap. I'm sorry, Teresa. This is so sad. But he always mm-hmm. kind of, with Teresa, it feels like he spins the block a little bit. He has that moment where you're sure every single time you don't want her. And then every single time he comes back around, just kidding. I really like her. She's going to get another rose. From the moment that drama started with her in the house, and even now mm-hmm. as well, like you were saying with the family, seeing her around them, I'm like, oh, those girls did not want your bubbly self. Askin, April, mm. Susan, no. Kathy, Nancy, they did not want your bubbly self. Asking. No, they seem so much more bitter in hindsight. Because <laughs> Therese was never hurting anybody, you know? And... When Gary talks to the two sisters, they kind of confirm this, like, Teresa is such a wonderful, nice person. You know, she falls pretty easily and things like that. And so when Teresa is talking to her daughter and eventually her sisters, 
Teresa's all in. She's like, I think I'm falling in love with him. And notably, she says falling in love here. But when they're on the Ferris wheel later in the episode, when it's just them, she says that she is in love with Gary. And what does Gary say? He gives a, like, that means so much to me. Another boom, nail in the coffin for Teresa. I was like, run, girl, you in danger. Like, he's not going to hurt you. But I think Gary has his eyes elsewhere. Did you? What did you think of the Ferris wheel conversation in comparison to what he said to other members of the family who want to call him Pop Pop? Uh-oh. That was crazy. That was insane. <laughs> Just don't try and call him Pop Pop. Separate note. For that, he did say then in the confessional that he's in love with Teresa. And that's the thing that always gets me confused with him is like, he was really noncommittal in that moment. He said it made him feel special. Anyone telling you they love you makes you feel special. Gary. But then later he says separately away from her that he loves her. Please pick a side. You're so confusing. I almost wonder if he sees Teresa a little bit like a good friend that he happens to have some attraction to. And maybe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the end of your life, that's not far from what you're looking for. I think, okay, hear me out. I want to put on almost half a tin foil hat theory. Are we sure that Gary was talking about Teresa in that clip? Are we sure because it is it is very extremely common for this show to show clips when they're talking about someone else. Use that same sound clip to be used for another person. You know, like, are we sure? Maybe he is talking about something else. You know, hold on. Let me let me find the clip real quick. Because I think it's very important because I'm worried that. I'm worried that Gary might have been Frankenbite. Listen to this. I'm in love with Teresa. She could be the person that completes me, and I could be the person that completes her. I don't know. Deja. You know, playing it back to listen for that, it's like a, I could be in love with Teresa. It's like the Teresa feels like it was just tacked on there. You might be right, Mm -hmm. Justin. Because that I love you is one thing making me say, what is wrong with you, Gary? Pick a side. Me be able to say this right now? You know, I said I was falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Oh, and Teresa. I, I can't picture my life without you. That makes me feel so special. Oh, oh, rough. Oh, my gosh. it's This is so rough to see. But I maybe... I want to give Gary the benefit of the doubt because I don't think he would lie to Teresa, you know, like this is the love that I'm looking for. I wait, there he says it again. Hold on, maybe we found it. Maybe we found the clip. Hold on, but it's in that confession. I've fallen in love again. This is the love I'm looking for. I'm in love with Teresa. Oh my gosh, he says the line, but Gary is not on camera. I think we cracked the case. You're right. It does sound a little bit like I'm in love, 
separate sentence with Teresa. It does kind of sound like that. You're not wrong. Oh, no, Teresa. <sighs> you in trouble. But speaking Girl, of trouble. Girl, that's the only hope I had for you. What's up? <laughs> it's gone. Oh, man. But let's move on to the next hometown date, which is all about Faith. And Faith is one of the most, like, I guess, defining characteristics of Faith in this season is that she's always riding something. And she's she rode a motorcycle in to meet Gary. And now they decided to ride horses together. And I do want to point out that, like, you know, Gary is getting on this horse. And he says, man, I just can't take my eyes off you. Ooh, okay. I think I, Gary, I love your, I, I love that you are a nice man. But is Gary just, it, are his eyes bigger than his heart right now, Deja? Or is that just me? <laughs> You know, if it wasn't Faith, I would say maybe. But he has mm. had a connection with Faith from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think he's also just a bit enticed by her. Like, the way that she lives is already different than him. But the I keep thinking back to that house he bought with his first wife. This house out on a lake with a lot of nature, surrounded by the woods. And in a different way, Faith is also in that world just centered around nature and horses even <laughs> so in a in a way i feel like they are aligned on what they want for this part of their life i i do have an important note to bring up and that is that faith has a lot of land <laughs> and gary has land too if i'm remembering this correctly and Faith in this interaction clearly says she does not want to move. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. She likes her life here. And like the other women in this episode, she also says, like, hey, my family's here. Everyone else is here. This might be a tried and true bachelor problem of who's going to move. And do you want to move for this person that could be the last love of your life if it works out? Like, do you think that location is a factor or is that, or am I just bugging, Deja? I think if location wasn't a factor, Teresa would have even less of a chance. But to move away from your daughters, I oh. think, especially for the way Gary talks about them, just, I don't know if he'll be able to do that genuinely. <sighs> I don't know if either him or Faith would be able to. But letting go of love for that reason, a bit rough. Yeah, I think ultimately, especially at this point in their lives, it's hard to imagine Gary wanting to move that far. And it's hard to imagine the same for Faith, especially with their daughters, wanting to be involved in every part that they can of those lives. That alone could be the thing that makes Faith not win it. But it's a trade-off because do you want to give up your whole life that you've established for so long to be with the person that you love? But also, do you want to give up the person that you love for geography? It's difficult. Mm. And you always do say, and I think you're kind of right, the bachelors are often looking for a woman who will make their life easier. And a move like that isn't ease. Mm -hmm. Not easy at all. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I think I think there's a certain equation when it comes to moving for someone. Like it, Cause I was, <laughs> I was watching suits and this question comes up too, you know, like if you have an opportunity to move away, do you try the long distance thing or do you break up? And I, and I am almost always on the team of it's worth a shot. If they're the one, if it's, it's worth trying to make it work as opposed to like, you know what? Sorry, I guess we have to break up. I mean, like, if you truly like this person, at least try. Have you ever been in a long-term relation or long-distance relationship, Deja? My first relationship started long-distance, and oh. they were in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. great, lovely. I am now in Scotland. We broke up before I got here. <laughs> but what? I feel like I got... I know, right? It was... Like, wow, gay people, get it together. But we did. We broke up before I got here, and then we shared an apartment for almost a year because we got the lease beforehand. And honestly, oh, wait. I feel it's who, like... Is it who I'm thinking it is? Oh, it's who you think it is, yeah. Life's oh. better now. <laughs> if it helps, that birthday present that I never got was from the same person. So, trade-offs, right? <gasps> um, no! Oh, all the teas being real. But because of that, so Wait, many people in my what? life thought that I wouldn't come to Scotland anymore. They all assumed that my choice to move was like quite tied into this person. And then oh, when I was no longer with them, the assumption was that I wasn't going. So I feel like um, I have not experienced moving for someone, but unbeknownst to me, a lot of people in my life thought I was. And they all thought it was an ill-advised choice, which is so interesting to me. I think people want to be the hopeless romantic as much as mm-hmm. possible. But deep down inside, mm-hmm. they're all very much like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> Thankfully, but, I wasn't doing that. God is good. <laughs> here's the thing. I, mean, I think we need to rewind. Rewind. <laughs> you, the same person who gave you a birthday gift that you never got. Is mm-hmm. the same person who you moved to Scotland for? Well, so I moved to Scotland for me. I chose myself, and I can't be a place with Tasha for that. Um. What? No, you didn't. <laughs> you moved to Scotland for this person. Damn. Hey, I got the degree. You know, they're they're gone. <laughs> I'm here with the new boo. Everything's good over here. <laughs> But Jerry can't do that. He has to have at least two years to get that ring. So, uh, America, America. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm just glad Justin, you're happy I warned now. You about you hauling. I, 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 I did not realize it was the same person. Oh my gosh! Wow, Deja Lord just dropped everyone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue with, uh, we meet the rest of Faith's family, and Faith has a big sister who has always felt very protective of Faith, notably. And I think the most important thing to note note in this interaction is that not only does Gary say, I love you to Faith, he says it in front of her family. And that struck me as extremely odd because it, here's some bachelor lore for you. The bachelor or the lead, the lead is never supposed to say fully. I love you until like the very end. It almost never happens. And when it does happen, it's always, always ends up in disaster because this happened before this guy named Ben Higgins, right? He says, I love you to two women. And the producers, and it's a known fact that the producers in the production always want to inch towards saying a full I love you, but don't fully say it until the very end. So you'll get phrases like, I'm falling for you. I'm falling in love with you. And when you get to like late seasons, it turns into almost like a step or a move that like kind of shows the lead that you mean business and that you're serious. Right. But what happened knowing this fact, the contestants know this fact, the leads know this fact. When Ben Higgins said, I love you to two women, you could see in the clip, they are stunned. (laughs) And when they find out about it, They're not happy that something so monumental that is usually said at the end of the show was just flippantly said, you know? And more importantly, more recently, Clayton said it to three women right before he slept with them. And it looked real bad when he tried to eliminate two women at the same time after he says, I love them, and he (laughs) slept with them. And so, this I've... Either Gary is built different or he just does not care about the rules of the show. Deja, were you as shocked as I was when Gary let this slip? Gary, 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 what are you doing? Oh my gosh. It's one of those where it's gonna, it's gonna hurt someone real bad regardless. Mm -hmm. It's gonna hurt. Leslie, when she's watching it later and realizing like, oh, you dropped a full I love you in front of the family. Because if he chooses Faith, all those other women, not even all those, really just the two, Teresa and Leslie are going to look (laughs) at this episode and say, I never stood a chance. And it's going to feel bad. Mm. And if he chooses Faith, if he doesn't choose Faith, you just told her whole family you love her. Yeah, yeah. It it you hits lose no heavier. What. Yeah, it hits heavier, especially when it's like hometowns and in front of the family. So I the, I I do want to believe in the curse, which is the first impression rose never wins. Never when when you're the bachelor, when you're on the bachelor, the guy when he gives his first impression rose, they hardly ever win. 
But I guess this is a different series, I guess. I don't. I guess. I don't know. I just, do you still believe it? Do you think that Faith might win? Because she might after this. Like, it, she might be taking it home. I don't know. Faith and Teresa. It's so funny because we're barely even debating about Leslie. We, she's there. She's doing great. It's just, there's not much to debate mm-hmm. with her. Faith and Teresa, you could flip a coin and probably have more clarity than Gary does. And I think you're exactly right. And I think I'm wondering if if this is a case of Gary just feeling deeply, you know, because he's even when he's talking to Faith's sons, he seems very sure about Faith, like very sure. The question is, I'm, I'm curious if Faith has the same level of love for him, you know? I think if it comes down to the moving question, like we said before, Faith doesn't move for Gary. I think it's a question of will Gary move for Faith? <laughs> I didn't she's, even she's realize that that's how I was thinking about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. in my head, it's a question of if Gary's ready to pack up or not. Not her. Yeah. And I mean, he does have that cool house on the next to that water. And I don't know, his wife lived there. Maybe, maybe. You can get a new house. Maybe move into something new. Oh, speaking of new, uh, I think it's a very important thing to note that oftentimes when it comes to hometowns, people, they don't sh- um, film in your actual house a lot of the time. If you didn't know, they will oftentimes stage a house if you're hi- either if your house isn't like fancy enough or if there's just not a- enough room for all the cameras and all the family. I think, I think faith and Leslie both had staged houses because number one, they showed a shot of a house right before we walked in. And either that's like a huge, like that's a huge safety concern. Please don't show the front of people's houses or it's just a staged house. And number two, when Leslie, we're about to talk to her in a minute about her in a minute, um, led, they meet in not a house. They meet in like a, I think it's like a warehouse or something industrial or something. They definitely did not meet at a, it was a co-working space. Yeah. It was some kind of co-working space. Definitely not. Strange choices. I get it. Maybe. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it in the sense of, please don't, dox people <laughs> bachelor and i don't think they would would necessarily but like all right i guess my house isn't fancy enough yes let every let all of america know that i live in a million dollar house i'll, I'll take that i'm not mad about that you know <laughs> but when we meet leslie's family i think that leslie's family is probably my favorite family in this hometown lineup because not only are they actually funny you know, <laughs> they seem to be actually like ride or die for Leslie because when um when Gary meets her sons, um he mixes up their names like you must be Eric and you must be Zach. He's like, no, I'm Zach, the better looking one. I was like, he's got jokes. I can, you know, what? I can hang around this family. They they seem like very chill. Did you like Leslie's family the most, or as much as I did? Because I thought they were great. I loved, first of all, loved the grandkids again. Top tier, five stars. <laughs> Um, but also when her son was just like, mom, so like, do you hate that he's dating other people right now? Does that make you sick? Are you bothered by that? (laughs) (laughs) He was just, it felt so like, man, mothers never get a break. (laughs) 
There's always Never. somebody up in their business regardless. Uh, I thought it was really cute. And I also thought it felt the least like they were putting on airs. I think that was part of it. I feel like they're either really good pretenders, maybe they're just less nervous people, whatever. But it did feel a little bit more natural, even though they weren't in a home. Felt a little bit less like there was uh, mm-hmm. a facade. Or like, I don't know, maybe securing themselves a little bit. You know, I, that's, I don't know. I think... <laughs> I think the other families are very much like when it comes to Teresa's family, I know exactly how she like plugged into that family. You know, I think she's going to be a very sweet grandma that the grandkids are going to love for the rest of their lives, you know, and just like she is, Teresa is like central in that family's life. When it comes to Faith's family, I think that I don't know if she's not as central she seems like she's doing her own thing. She has her own horses. She's not going to move, you know. But when it comes to Leslie's family, I think everyone, it seemed like everyone had a very, I don't know, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe like a more even dynamic, you know? <laughs> you know, a more, I don't think, I don't think Leslie is the matriarch in the same way that Teresa is the matriarch of the family. I, I, that's just the vibes that I'm getting off of. As in, like, they can talk to their mom, Leslie, about a lot of things, you know, but, like, Teresa's going to make you cookies. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> there was an energy with Leslie's family, like, yeah, no, like, they could be good together, but maybe a little bit less of, um, we are going to give you our dear Teresa. It felt just a exactly. little tad bit yes. like that. Here's this protected person that we all care about, and she's really cute, and we'll trust you with her. Whereas with Leslie, they were like, yeah, okay. Sounds like you guys have good chemistry. They spoke a good amount about just the chemistry, the dynamic between them, mm-hmm. more so than, does he seem like a nice guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's very interesting the way that I think – um, Leslie's daughter and her had like a private conversation and the, said the things that you're talking about. Like, is this, is this actually real? I feel as though they're, they wait until it's actually real or like going to be a final thing before they put all of their love in the carry, you know, but more importantly, when they leave, Leslie and Gary start smooching and something slips out. Don't worry, we'll keep it PG. But Gary lets it slip that he's in love with Leslie. He loves Leslie. What? Oh my gosh. Like, I did. Code Red 2319. The Bachelor just said, I love you to two women. Not one, but two. (laughs) Like, Gary. Gary, at least be smart about it. At least be smart about it. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Do you think I'm slightly worried that it was like a, like, in the moment, passionate, I love you. Oh, man. Gary, do you think it was in the moment? Because with Faith, it was like, should we say this? Like, is this like a big decision? Is this an important decision to say it? But it's like, he just like lets it overflow out of him. You know? Yep. I'm worried. Gary makes a comment at one point. He says, a wise man told me, don't walk by an opportunity to tell someone you love them when you love them. 
Take care. Mm. Right now on the Golden Bachelor hometown week, that's not the opportunity. Like, I'm, I promise no. you, this is not the moment to tell them all that you love them. Because again, at this point, no matter who he picks, somebody is going to have their heart ripped out. They're all going think, to feel yeah. if someone else wins, like I never really had a chance. It's, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it's the, it's the hometowns of it all. In that you see these people and you see how your lives could be with them and how, and sometimes men do this weird thing of like, not to say this about Gary, but some men have this thing where like, when describing women in their lives, they talk about how much they can do for them, you know? And I think I'm wondering I'm wondering if Gary went into these hometowns, saw how he could plug himself into these families or like how much love that was overflowing. And then he just like, couldn't help, but like join in on it. Almost. If that make does that make any sense? <laughs> it does. Cause I always feel that the bachelor universe gives dates. Like I always say that are going to bond you for life. This date is either going to have high emotion, high adrenaline, high something that is going to make you feel like the person you shared that experience with you are bonded mm-hmm. to. But have they ever had a bachelor as emotional as Gary? No. <laughs> um, he's he's bonded yeah. with whoever he's present with. The way that he's able to make all of these women feel like they have his full attention, I don't think it's fake. I think they do have his full attention. Until he's somewhere else. Mm. Is Gary the most emotional bachelor? I, I, ooh, I don't think he is. I should change that to maybe most soft in his emotions because anger is also an emotion and all that. But he cries every time he has to send a woman home. Even if he doesn't like them, I think he's just <laughs> yeah. sad that he has to yeah. make choices, honestly. He didn't, you know, go and sign up to this so he could, like, date as many women as possible and this will be fun. I think yeah. he just wanted to find love and now he has to keep making choices. Sucks to suck, Gary. You have a, you have 20 women who would love to date you. <laughs> Sucks to suck, Gary. But Gary doesn't let that slow him down. Because he's riding the high. And after these hometowns, these these episodes are extremely quick because we go right into the rose ceremony, you know? And he gives his very first rose to Leslie. And I was like, oh, no. Because Faith ain't going home. And Teresa, <laughs> he did not say I love you to Teresa. And so I'm like, it, he he starts almost starts to give out his second rose and he just can't do it. He says he needs a minute and walks away in tears. And the episode ends on a cliffhanger where we don't know who's going to get sent home. But I think we all know that's going to be Teresa. <laughs> Did you think that Teresa's doomed by this? Like, I know you feel bad, Gary, but it come on. It's not Teresa. We get it. Before this, with the combination of having to move for Faith and saying I love you to Teresa, 
I thought she had a chance. I was genuinely toss-up. Mm. Rehearing the I love you clip. Gary, did you actually say that? Did no. you? Did they just stitch that together? I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. Teresa. I'm so sorry. This is so awkward. You have to leave. I think that's... Uh, my hope is gone for her. What I had is out the window. And I feel bad... No, I don't feel bad because I think Teresa's going to be fine. But I think Gary is crying over the fact that maybe he let some families down. You know, he saw he saw the future and it's hard to look back now after you've been through all that with someone. And uh, I get it, Gary. But if I was a contestant. I would just want you to send me home. Don't cry for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't like me that much. <laughs> or like, Literally you obviously have. Up. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't need to hear all that. But especially because like last week, I think Ellen went home and she was like, okay, I need to go. You don't have to sit and cry with me, Carrie. <laughs> Let me be mad. And I just, I love the suspense. I just wish we... It's. It, I, w- I wish it wasn't as obvious as it was, and and that is the end of this episode of the Golden Bachelor, which means next week is the final two, and that means it's fantasy suites. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh! Okay, I think I think it's safe to say Teresa is going home for predictions for next week. But Deja, who do you think is going to go home after fantasy suites, and who's going to win the Golden Bachelor? Wait, I think next week is actually the women tell all, the golden women tell yes, all. Yes, next week is the women tell all. You're right. Mm, you know, I actually think the women tell all episode might be incredibly, incredibly boring. I don't believe there was quite enough tea. Boring? Really? For anything too intriguing. It'll either be really boring or I think it could be really cute. Mm-hmm. Because they might just lean into the fun these women had. I just wasn't seeing that much evidence of drama in the mansion in the first place. And I don't imagine they're getting into social media beef and writing FP on their, uh, you know, on their social <laughs> that media was so or weird. anything like FP. that. That was so strange. <laughs> We're not going to have anything like that. Um, so I just feel like it, it'll either be really cute or really boring. And then Leslie's gonna be the winner. <laughs> FP. I'm sorry. It, it's just, it was so weird because number one, so P strange. didn't even do anything <laughs> that we, we he didn't get any screen time. So all these men are just like screw this guy. We don't even know why. But um, <laughs> I think I think it'd be interesting because number one, I think most of these women like each other. I don't think there's anyone besides Kathy and Teresa that truly like just yeah. don't vibe. And I think I think people tune into the women tell all because you get to hear from the person who just got freshly eliminated. It's usually like the third or fourth person usually. So I'm assuming that we're gonna get a hot seat with Teresa. And then we'll probably most likely we'll get like some asking stuff with like the whole like click thing and we'll get a blooper reel which is always nice everybody loves a blooper reel but we'll also probably if i had to get a guess we'll probably get a sneak peek of the next bachelor who also instructed uh helped instruct um people 
on this season of the Golden Bachelor. He did like a little thing. Um, we'll get to probably see Joey at some point. He'll probably get a chance to like say something, give some words of advice, or like we'll see a clip of what it could be of what his season's going to be. And that is going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. As a reminder, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. And find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. Deja, we forgot to give this episode a title. Mm -hmm. Do you have any songs in mind? Oh, you know the, uh, I think it's just called I'm Already There. Song that's going around on TikTok now. No, I haven't heard it. I'm sure you have. Give, give me a couple um, bars. <laughs> <laughs> the only lines I know from it are literally the no, words, good. I'm already there. You know, when people say go to hell, but you're already there, that little TikTok trend. Oh, okay, take a home. look around. That one. Thank <laughs> you. All I could think of was I'm already there. Um, take a look around, Gary. You might already be home. That's all I got. How about you? I was just going to call this episode Homecoming. <laughs> it never fails, honestly. Beyonce did us all a favor yeah. for that one. Uh, yes, there's quite a few songs named after Homecoming, but I think I think well, I think Homecoming's pretty good. But Deja, where can people send their plane tickets to go see your family for the very first time? <laughs> They can send those to me. Um, and they can also send those to <laughs> Deja Talks TV uh, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, even Gmail, all over. Justin, where can people send their refusals to move? Ooh, uh, you can send those to at Freddy's Roommate, wherever toys are sold, TikTok, Instagram, and on Twitter. And we will see you guys next week on another episode of Decoding Reality. Adios.